0: ebay motors es tu socio seguro con trabajo piezas nuevas y mucha pasión transformaste
1: una carrocería oxidada con 100 mil millas en un vehículo totalmente singular juegos de frenos faros lo que necesites ebay motors lo tiene con guaranteed Fit de ebay te aseguras que la pieza le quede a tu carro a la primera o se te devuelve tu dinero y a estos precios que más llantas no dinero mantén vivo ese espíritu de ride or die baby en ebay motors ebay sólo para artículos elegibles se si aplican we're back with segment two of our very incisive and exciting conversation about diversity and inclusion. And with me today are two outstanding people who bring a very special perspective to this discussion. Channing Hargrove, who's with Refinery29, and Lewis Johnson, who's with Harlem Harbordashery. Now, Channing also writes a great blog, Channing in the City, And the New York Times called her interview with Ruth Carter, who is in the Oscar race and has done the Black Panther costumes and so many of Spike Lee's seminal movies, the costumes for those, the New York Times called her interview with Ruth essential post-Panther reading. So, high praise indeed. Channing often writes about the intersection between race and style in very compelling ways. So, I urge everyone to check it out. And also with us today, none other than Lewis Johnson, one of the co-founders of Harlem Harbordashery. And as we had said in the earlier segment, he also took a right turn with 5001 Flavors, which is one of those labels that helped usher in fashion and hip hop and really helped provide an entree to so many black people doing all kinds of things in fashion, give them an entree into the fashion world, which would not have otherwise existed. So we're going to have a really interesting conversation with these two guests today. Let's start with you, Channing. If you can just tell us what is going on with these racist eruptions in fashion.
2: I mean, I don't I don't even know. It's 2019. I feel like I've written at least seven blackface stories last week between Gucci and Katy Perry and then even like what's happening in Virginia with like our government officials. I really don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if um, they're all looking at the same, is there somewhere, because in fashion, of course, there are the trend forecasters, right, Lewis? And, you know, designers and merchandise and retailers all look at these trend For Is there somewhere that someone's saying this is a trend?
0: I don't know. I I know it's not found in the places that we go to mill houses a year before to see the fabrics. I I have no idea. What about you?
2: I don't think there's any sort of trend forecasting, although I will say it's interesting that both Katy Perry's design team and Gucci's design team referenced, I think, um, like surrealism or cubism with Mm -hmm. their where they were going with these items Uh, and I think maybe some things got lost in translation a lot of things got lost in translation Mm -hmm. I don't know that I consider what Katy Perry those shoes I don't know that I consider those blackface per se I think that was a very stupid choice in color although the Gucci sweater I think yes
1: more more of the bullseye unfortunate bullseye there. And then we had, you know, just not even a year ago, I think it was the H&M mm-hmm. one that we mm-hmm. mentioned too. Um, is, to what extent are these things happening because these fashion companies do not have people of color and people of diverse backgrounds in decision-making roles,
2: I'm positive that's what this is. I think H&M, when they released their statement, it was like, oh, we're a Swedish company. We don't have any non-white execs, basically. So we don't have the context of like what this means racially beyond our country, which is fair. But I think when you are mass producing things, there needs to be several gut checks that go into it mm-hmm. before it is just like, spread out all over mm-hmm. the world and the fact that it took that sweater for us to get here is kind of sad yeah um and same thing with Gucci I think for them to realize a lot of who is buying and and how they're buying and what it means like hip-hop culture to not have certain checkpoints in place to make sure that you are not offending a demo that is incredibly important to you I think it's sad that it 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 only it, that we're just now getting here
1: yes. And you think about, you know, the H&M response that you talked about. It's a Swedish company, Mm -hmm. but can any company of that size afford these days not to have a global perspective, which then would encompass everybody?
2: Absolutely not. And actually, um, H&M and Zara and I forget another fashion brand, they actually had to institute a diversity like council where it was like before these things get called out on social media they have to go through a specific
1: chain of command
2: which again don't know why it took getting called out on twitter to get there but here we are
1: yeah do companies care lewis about the black consumer or does this mm-hmm. show a lack of even caring about what black well, consumers? well that's a funny
0: question do they care i want to say yes does it show sometime no um, you know, and, it, and it's funny, I'm sitting here listening to both of you speak about this and it leads me back to just about two years ago when we had a situation, not in fashion, but in a hashtag that we bought called Take Care of Harlem. Mm-hmm. We bought that domain. We bought right. everything about that name legally. Yes. And for a liquor brand, again in Europe, mm-hmm. to take our hashtag and use it as their summer campaign. And not just use it for take care of Harlem. They did take care of a Chicago, take care of a Detroit, Mm. take care of this, and we'll take care of you. And it wasn't until we had to get on Twitter that they said, oh, well, we didn't know. Well, where are the people that you're hiring, these interns that you're supposed to be getting? As I do my quote, as Constance does, (laughs) where are these interns that you are hiring or that you are bringing into your company that's supposed to be checking out logistics? You know, because Seems easily like all you have to do is just type in mm-hmm. "take yeah. care of Harlem" and it would have came up. It or oh, it's a black-owned family's um mm-hmm. campaign up mm-hmm. in up in New York. You know, unfortunately, or, or was there
1: a conversation? There's it's a black-owned up in New York.
0: I I don't, I don't That's think not important. well. When it came back to us, I had a long three-hour meeting at mm-hmm. Sylvia's, a really nice restaurant up in Harlem, instructed right. um, by Trinez, because Trinez... It's very great friends with the people of this uh, company, and so they reached out to her. Like, who are these people? And this take care of Harlem talking. Who are they about? What are they about? Because they saw that by the time they got up the next morning, we they had already <laughs> they had respond. maybe 15k's just alone in right. response to just a little post yeah. my nephew wrote about. I own that right. I own take care of Harlem. How dare you? Talk yes. about you going to take care of Harlem. You don't even live in the United States, right? You know, and so I, I, wow. I really don't understand who are they hiring, how are they hiring, what are they asking these folks yes. to do? Capturing because you know, again the culture, they almost lost a lot of money. They blessed us with a lot of product, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that was the safest way for them to get out of yes. that because, again, if we had went to Judge Judy, we <laughs> yeah. would've got some money. We would've really got some money.
1: And mm-hmm. she's really tough, Judge she is, Judy. She And I bless her heart for that,
0: too. <laughs> I want her to be tough on those folks. Yes. You know.
1: you know, the diversity, one of the, everyone's now, the big companies, have all taken steps to say, we're going to address this. And one of the things that they all have in common is saying that they're going to hire a diversity officer. They may use mm-hmm. some other title. But basically that's what they're saying, diversity and inclusion, officer, executive. How is this gonna help, in your
0: view? Let's see. It will help if they hire more of us.
1: In every area. In, in every saying, area not of what they're
0: looking it. for. And mm-hmm. and take out that word global, mm-hmm. because the global folks ain't offended. It was the black folk mm-hmm. who were offended. So I, I want mm-hmm. them to want to take that out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say we are going to hire more. African-Americans, mm-hmm. you can call it, black folk if you want to, but I want mm-hmm. you to say you're going to hire more of us who understands the hurt, the pain that our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and even neighbors right. went through, you know, yeah. and that you'll now understand like that Gucci segment, and I'm not going to speak too much into it, but the funniest thing is there were six sweaters made, mm-hmm. and you chose that, that one, one, you know, and then you have four models. This segment, this photo shoot was shot last July
1: oh wow it
0: was shot last July and hmm. somebody released it February 1st wow. to wow. offend wow. us which it did it yes, hurt a lot of our was, feelings yes it, it stepped on a lot of offensive. our toes I may have even been in their brand that day that right. it came out wow. you know and I wow. think that it's just kind of messed up that you didn't have no one on your team be able to look at mm-hmm. all six shots of all six yes, of the colorways like
1: six different, yeah.
0: you could have put out mm-hmm. especially if you're going into this for fashion mm-hmm. you know like our boutique our boutique wasn't there to make no money our boutique is there to get everybody to be fly mm-hmm. one of the things i cannot stand is seeing a young man complimenting a young lady but then he got on mm-hmm. scuff sneakers mm-hmm. or he got on undergarments that say alan sully i've never even heard of alan sully <laughs> after i researched i found it came from jc like, now you wear jc sitting outside with a girl in a gown you know. So. It's things like that that just kind of, the, yes. <laughs> you know, and so going a back to them, you know, if you're going yeah. into this for Looks. flyness yes. and that you were going to speak about how color is going to be a great thing right. next um, January and, and, mm-hmm. and winter hours going into spring, yeah. within, you should have chose those other five colors that, to do this one. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was also asked a question and it was really kind of a good question. It was, um, had it been a black model in that turtleneck? What would we have seen it then? Right. How would we have seen
1: it? How would we have seen that? You know, and that's a good question.
0: I couldn't answer it, I but then can. I then I chose I, it. I'll I, take
1: a gander at it. Okay. I think the reaction would have been the same. Okay. It, if not worse.
2: Really? In a way. Yes. Okay.
1: I do, because when I think about the visuals mm-hmm. of that sweater on the person, it's still. It's still the same thing okay. to me. It's still, there's this mask and these, you know, Sambo-esque lips. lips. Okay. So, you know, you still, I would still get that from it. You know, in the, in the same way you had sort of in the mind of, you know, you had the Sambo caricature, or even, you know, when you think about the whole like, well, Al Jolson and so on, you do still get that feeling of whether the person was black or white, yeah, you because know, part of the caricature was black people too, rendered with outsized, improbably big lips and so on. So, I I still would have that. So then going
0: to my 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 fashion sister and the mm-hmm. things you report on. Did you see the jacket that Beyoncé wore? The black bomber jacket with just the lips and the eyes focus. Mm-hmm. Now, if you try to Google it today, it definitely has been pulled off. Since all of the mess that's starting to happen. Athlete. But there's a jacket of her in a black quilted bomber jacket. Oh. And it has the face and the lips. Well, the lips and the eyes are the predominant focus into hmm. that jacket. And the smile.
1: Oh. Yes. I haven't seen is that. that. I didn't see that either. And then it was interesting because I was wondering. So there were among the things that happened, which to Gucci's credit, is that they did quickly call a meeting. Well, you know, Alessandra Marcel gave the... Spoke and, but the meeting... There was this meeting called, I don't think Mm -hmm. I mentioned that earlier, and several people attended it, including a representative for Beyonce. Okay. And I don't know if there's a connection there. You know, the representative for Beyonce is just someone who's, you know, a very smart, powerful um, woman. Uh, But I don't know if that was part of the representation. And
0: she was there in Gucci. But... Pardon me? The representative was there wearing Gucci shoes.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yes, yes. You know, one of the things I thought about, too, when this came out is um, it put Dapper Dan, who got his just due... Uh, after they Gucci, did wrong by him. After they did wrong by him. So there's an, a pattern there. Mm-hmm. One could almost say that's a pattern. Um, it put him in an awkward position. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Janet? I don't know.
2: I'm... I'm torn because I think they seem, the optics of the way they're going about it seem to be above board but okay. I I really take issue when the diversity is when bringing the diversity is put on the, the person or the, the group of people harmed. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. that those are the people to conduct the conversations in a productive way yes. and I think a lot of times it's just to save face like oh well they're okay with it or they're on board with us because they're right. doing And but at the same time, they're they have these initiatives within the three months that they're looking to put in place. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I, I think that was an unfair thing to do to him.
1: But it, yes, yes, and was it done to him?
2: I don't know if it was done to him, and maybe, and I don't know because I wasn't in yeah. the room. So maybe he sprung up and was he like, "Hey, did. we have to do something. This is a conversation yeah. that we and need I to would have."
1: Think- I, I almost want to say I'm sure, but I haven't spoken to him. Right. I have, I can't read his mind, but right. I, I would think he probably initiated it. I'm sure. Yes, as well. Well, well I hope. Yeah, whatever. I would hope. I would hope, right. Mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, they would be foolish not to reach out, but then... Right. <laughs> but then... Uh, so, for Prada's part, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. formed a council as well, because, you know, that's what Gucci did too. And so... Um, what I think part of what you're saying is so this is good this is happening now but what's going to happen down the road mm-hmm. right and there is a point I want to get both of your takes on that but one of the points I want to go back to that was made earlier that Louis you made it and you touched on it inadvertently chanting when you said you know Swedish company what H&M said oh we're Swedish well you know what? I think the global is relevant though, I will say, okay. you know, I hear about you know the black and African American, because black people mm-hmm. have been oppressed and suppressed around the world and in their home, if you will, mm-hmm. of Africa, right, where it has been the worst. And a lot of those Swedish countries, um ha- a lot of those rather European countries have A, a whole history and therefore exposure of colonialism Mm -hmm. and imperialism. And B, have a huge wave of immigrants from countries in Africa. So I I think that's a cop-out. I think they do know and should know if they don't. Because those, you know, it's like, oh, all of a sudden now, we don't know anything about Mm -hmm. those. No, you've been plundering Mm -hmm. For years, you have a whole history of your riches are derived from Mm -hmm. Black people in Africa. Mm -hmm. Hands were literally chopped off. People were enslaved. People walked for miles of exploitation. You know, gold, diamonds, rubber, cocoa reaped to make these countries extremely rich. Mm -hmm. So I have to say, I do think it's, uh, you know, we should all join hands as it is a Black oppressive thing. And they should know. It's not because we're Swedish, we don't know. Because we're Italian, we don't know.
0: Well, they should know by now. By now. They should know
1: by now. Yes. So I I wanted to use that as, you know, to move on to ask a question, another question about this whole idea of, which I tend to agree with, or at least question. So what's going to happen next? Can we, what would you like to see happen beyond a council being formed? What would your advice be, both of you?
2: I'd like to see these conversations happen with people who are not the oppressed people. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine that H and M brought in a black diversity officer, but if she's only speaking to black people, we know what the issue is. Like, mm-hmm. is that really, is that really doing anything? Because, like, yeah, very we've dealt point. with this. Um, I do like that Gucci is putting these design programs in places where they maybe would have not been um, to search for new talent. I think that that is a great step in the right direction.
1: Here in America, but also, Nairobi.
2: Well, I mean, I thought that it. some of the countries we didn't. I don't know that we need another another <laughs> London scholarship or another Tokyo scholarship. <laughs> you know, we might have been able to go to Detroit, but whatever.
1: Um, but but I when think, you think about it, they know why, though. Because, okay. you know, again, it's kind of like, you know, what I was just saying. London is its own New York, its own Detroit, mm-hmm. its own to the English people mm-hmm. there, you know, black English people is a whole issue. So that's probably, you know, what they're looking at, too. I'm sure that, you know, black people in England mm-hmm. are taking common cause with what happened with black people in America, I would guess. That makes sense. But, um, yeah. You know, what? actually, mm-hmm. I wanna,
0: when I get out, I'm going to actually call my family over in London and see oh. how they, you know, I didn't, there, haven't even thought about to yes. even ask them that question. Mm-hmm. And I have a large section of family over there, over too. Over there, Interesting.
1: Let okay. me know what they say. And I do. Curious. I will follow.
0: up Did you talk to them
2: about the H and M sweater when that
0: happened? Uh, well, you know what? Actually, the funniest thing is my cousins over there are a little stuck up in booze
2: Okay, so they weren't in H and M anyway. <laughs> Hi, you know. I love it. Yeah,
0: and so when they come over here, then I try to take them to a place like the Unigloves and, and <laughs> we don't like. Really? No, really? My son even had the to, to tell is me, "Ooh, like is, is that's cheap, Daddy."
1: Oh, my well, God, gee, clutch the pearl.
0: I said, bless your heart, sir. What, <laughs> okay. All right, you, well, you got was, money. Right, you got money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? But I will ask that question. I will follow up with that. I, and just to go back to your question mm-hmm. of what do I hope to see, just no more foolery. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what the actual mm-hmm. definition is. It's just foolery, you know, and there's no more time to sit back and say oh we didn't know you should know by now so anything that happens after what's today's good day february 18th (laughs) anything that happens (laughs) happens after february 18th you know i might be subject to right because today's our our last day of uh, season yes yes you know but yes no i i may have to windmill if i see one more you know because i I just think it's now to the point where we allowed you the Mm -hmm. h and m's to say we didn't Mm -hmm. know okay Prada, we, we we even let y'all go. I, I think I saw a few folks up in Prada. I'm not gonna say your names. Mm, yes. Um there was some of y'all still up in Prada after you mm-hmm. put up on your, your boards that you was never gonna do that never again. Wear you know, it again. just like the folks that say they're never gonna wear this Gucci again. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but I just pray and hope that in any place, if anybody is in any position in any fashion home to say something, say it stop working for a job i don't work at uh harlem haberdashery or for 5001 flavors for the money i really work to make people fly because that was what Mm -hmm. my ministry on earth is to keep people fly you know so if that's your ministry then do your ministry and say hey this ain't gonna Mm -hmm. make the folks fly when you see them walking down the street with a black black neck and red lips Mm -hmm. you know so i'm just Mm -hmm. praying that people really will start speaking up in their jobs you know, and yeah. again, if you know Lewis, I'm king of suing. So, you try You're to sue me for uh, king oh, of suing. <laughs> so, if you try to fire me for for something wrong,
1: mm-hmm. oh well, then we'll just see you in the courthouse. That's oh, all. We'll see you in court. We yes, will. yeah. So, you were also saying do so you want the fool to stop. You were saying that the having these, um, just this one diversity officer who comes from the group that's been victimized, is not the best answer. Um, so, what else? What can they do?
2: I mean, let's start training people to actually have these positions and do the job that they're supposed to do. It shouldn't, you shouldn't just pluck a random black woman out and be like, okay, well, she can speak to these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's a specific skill set that is needed for this
1: role. For this. And one of the things that we started talking about is giving this role um, some teeth. mm mm-hmm. So, you know, you can be up there all day, as we've seen with some companies, and mean well, and you have programs, Mm -hmm. and you invite black people to come in, and you invite Latina people to, you know, to come in, Latina people, and so on, and you can't impact hiring. Mm -hmm. You have no decision-making powers Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. hiring. Mm -hmm. You have no decision-making powers with advertising the agency or vetoing what the agency is doing or not doing mm-hmm. you you know if you have none of those powers then it really becomes you know how are you going to affect change right. or what I've also heard some people say or have that another way to have power with that diversity officer is have that diversity officer report right into the CEO mm-hmm. and again is a CEO dedicated to making this happen agreed.
0: And then what happens when you find another job and you were the diversity officer. Now you find another job. Now do they replace you with somebody else right. of, of us Yes, of like?
1: That's been a, that's been an issue too. I'm glad you brought that up, Lewis. That's been an issue too. So, is there a particular background, not professional necessarily, but cultural, racial background that that diversity officer should have because we have been seeing that too. Um, in the age that we live in. So, okay, why Did Uber is this diversity replace, officer uh, Asian or...
2: who was the black woman who was Uber's um, diversity? Both Sama St. John. Her?
1: Very good question. I don't know. I've heard okay. not a peep.
0: Not anything.
1: Hmm. I've heard not a peep. So that's a very good example and question. It was like six months and we got all these great ads. Mm-hmm. And it was like one ad, right? Cut into 60 second, 30 <laughs> seconds, 30 seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was a really good ad, but what else? And yeah. like, what's an ad going to do
2: when the culture of the company mm-hmm. internally is the problem?
1: Yes, which is what that Facebook um, expose yes. mm-hmm. said. You know, there's there's a real issue because they they have a diversity officer at Facebook, and this guy who wrote a very eloquent expose about it's really hard to be black at Facebook. Um, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And what does diversity mean is is a big part of the question, because a lot of these companies which are in the tech space have a lot of diversity by some measures, mm-hmm. but not others. Not a lot of blacks, not a lot of even African-Americans, if you want to put a final point on it, mm-hmm. but they have a lot of Asians. Mm-hmm. Same thing for the elite schools, mm-hmm. right? Yes, we're very diverse. We have a lot of people from China or of Chinese descent, mm-hmm. We have, but in those groups, you know, we have a lot of people from India, but we still don't have African-Americans who are the most discriminated group or blacks who are Mm -hmm. the most discriminated group. And and I think these all should be included, right? But what's been happening since the age of affirmative action Mm -hmm. is more and more that's been marginalized, right? The African-American voice has been marginalized in terms of entry to all kinds of programs, including the ultimate program, a job, Mm -hmm. a good job.
2: I think that we have to... I think a lot of times people think that race is the only way to be diverse, but I think we should look at, like, economic status or even, like, ableist. or Yes. There's different ways that you need several points of view that don't stop at your ethnicity.
1: Yes. Even women, Mm -hmm. the gender women, men, um, you know, being open to... Um, all kinds you know it's lbGqT yeah. as well um, a lot of diversity and hopefully we are entering an age where diversity is very is acknowledged as being as important as it is because it does affect the bottom line in a genuine right? way then. Pardon me in a genuine in a, way. a no. genuine way in a genuine <laughs> <Exactly>. way <laughs> that they're doing. So tell me, I want to talk a little bit with each of you continuing the conversation, but now through the lens of what you do every day Mm -hmm. in your careers. Louis, with hip hop, as we talked about, we saw this influx of opportunities for Black people in fashion. Um, Would you agree with that? How did that look to you? And have we been able to, to what extent have we been able to sustain that?
0: Wow.
2: Good question
0: that is a good question right to be placed on the spot for that one so you know what it, it's really funny because i as i sat and you lived I, it so when you I take a minute you'll sat be back fine. and i listened to you and the last young lady and you were speaking about the stylists and the styling and i was just blessed to just come from seattle and <laughs> get hooked up with a lot of the black image makers i call them because mm-hmm. some of the stylists they're not stylists Mm, but especially there, today. there are image makers and the people like the Sybil Penix and oh Groovy my God, Lou. Yes, That's Cibyl who Pennix. They brought yes. me in. I'm sitting Where's Cibyl today. Sybil's in Atlanta. She's loving, yes. living, glad, suddenly down up. in Absolutely. Atlanta. Absolutely. Yes. You know, and I, I recently saw her we saw each other for the Give first him time. My and love. We cried. We cried oh, for 10 minutes in yeah. somebody else's birthday party. Wow. <laughs> we just sat there, we hugged, and we cried, you know, and she was the lady that brought me into this game. Her and Groovy Lou and they was like, yo, mm-hmm. Puff's looking for a stylist." Mm-hmm. This is what we need. And I'm coming from Seattle, so I'm classic with a little street savvy, because I don't yeah. use the word urban. Yeah. I use street savvy twist, you yes. know, so you can see me in polos and preppy, but I'm always going to have something mm-hmm. street to me. So I'm putting Yankees football cap mm-hmm. on, you know, baseball cap, what have you, mm-hmm. flip flop with a tuck, high-water tuxedo, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always yeah, the twist nice. to it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so going back
1: to that, have we been able to sustain? I actually see it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're living proof, yes. I think, right? Yes and you know you talk about the urban you guys and it was mostly guys fought against that word tooth and nail Correct. it was because you saw it as your very survival to like stop labeling us as urban we Correct. do fashion and that's what we do
0: yeah and i i just think that when you look at the definition of urban to Put that next to me styling. Well, no, that's not what I'm styling. I'm styling flyness and and, and on-trend looks. You know, so no, I'm not styling urban. You know, and then you get the kids over in the Midwest and all those places that now they want to call it urban. No, well, not. I'm trying to correct you. No, we are street savvy. It's things you may not wear to your nine to five. Yes. But even in what you wear, it was street savvy that you place it on. That's how my. Trend. It's always TMZ ready, you know. Mm. So call yourself TMZ ready when you leave the house. Not no yes. urban style. <laughs> yes. You know, TMZ ready. I
1: like, yeah. I like it. Yeah, ready. me too, right? You it know? says a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it says and it does. Lot. You know, I, yeah.
0: I caught a lady once before she her car got hit. I know. And um, then there, a cat didn't want to come from underneath the car. Because it was running and that was warm for her, right? And so when the newsman came, you know, because now it turned into this whole thing about the cat being underneath this woman's car, <laughs> and her car was twisting. The cat was underneath it, and the man was like, "Well, what happened?" So, oh, I can't talk to you. My hair is that. Well, you just walked out your door, didn't you? So you should have been. So T-M-Z you should have been ready, you ready
1: if you're, you know, The so Lewis Code is you should be ready. Always TMZ ready. You know? TMZ so, ready. So yeah, but yeah. Channing so in the city. <laughs> yes. Um.
2: Am I answering the same question?
1: You can. Yes. Yes. I
2: actually do think so, and I think hip hop has made we've only almost seen where it's like black culture is now pop culture, and I think a lot of that has Mm -hmm. to do with like how cool hip hop is, and like everybody wants to be a part of it, and don't maybe necessarily understand the origins of things, but like they like the way it looks because Lewis has made it, you know, TMZ ready. (laughs) We all want to look like that.
1: There you go. Yeah. We do, right. How do you feel about being a young black woman in the fashion game? And when you look ahead of you and you look behind mm-hmm. you, what's your feeling? And you see all this, what do you call it, Louis? Foolery happening, too. So mm-hmm. looking at it in, in its entirety, your your whole existence in fashion is not being a black woman. So I'm looking at the whole entirety of it.
2: Um, It's, it's actually hard because I think... I'm always black first, you know? And and that's not something that I bring into the room, but that's the way that people receive me. And I think... In fashion or anywhere? In the world. Okay. Um, and so even when you are in these spaces where you're the only person that looks like you or you see someone else who looks like you and you expect a certain camaraderie, sometimes that doesn't happen. But when it does happen, it's nice because you feel very validated in your experience. And you remember you're not alone and we're all in this together. Like, I love writing stories that uplift black women. In a glamorous right. way. Like, I'm not really yeah. into this, like, I think a lot of people's social strategy is, like, to get black rage and, like, mm. they they profit yes. off of that and the clicks. Yeah. And so, like, I'm... Attacks and... Hoping that, like, mm-hmm. enough of us will not want to do that anymore and we can shift the
1: narrative. I love that. That's very powerful. And with that, I could speak with both of you for another hour easily.
0: <laughs> it is easy. But I love
1: see. leaving it at being TMZ ready mm-hmm. and shifting the narrative. Those are powerful thoughts. And they're powerful because they are inspiring and they're actionable. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you, Shannon our Grove, for being for here. Thank you for You're welcome. I want to thank you, Lewis Johnson, for being here. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you. the conversation has been scintillating. I hope you'll come back. I'd love to. Definitely. Right. This has been How to Slay with Constance. White and download or subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify, or wherever you can find us.
0: .com para detalles